Hey, hey, you're listening to Don't Lie to Your Life Coach Podcast with Kim Arrington. I'm Kim Arrington. I'm a life coach, a weight loss coach, an author, and a badass passionate about helping you connect back to your most authentic self. Join me here each week so I can coach you on how to think all those juicy thoughts that get you feeling your absolute best and taking some big ass action. Coaching has changed my life and it can change your life too. I'm here to give you real life solutions to create a life you'll love. Because the truth is, boo, you ain't just got problems, you got options. You know, Alanis Morissette's song, Isn't It Ironic? (laughs) Today, I'm going to talk about mistakes you make when you make a decision. And isn't it ironic? Uh, Don't you think? The mistake I just made was not pushing record. While I did a whole podcast, it was pretty fabulous. I'm biased. I did not. I made a mistake. (laughs) I did not push record. But I guess I'll add one on to mistakes, decision mistakes, not having a sense of humor about it. Uh, I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to go ahead and record it again. Um, Before we start, though, (laughs) I just want to tell you, if you watch me on YouTube and hopefully you are subscribed, if you aren't, please do. Um, Or if you listen to me on Apple, you'll be able to see from YouTube the progression, like you'll see when a podcast is older, because my face will be fuller. And like now, this is these I'm these are new podcasts I'm recording. The time of this, my face is definitely a little more chiseled, which leads me to you all know that I'm doing a weight loss program starting in the new year, 2023. And you want to go ahead and get on my list so that you can hear all about it. You could be first in line. It's going to have special pricing because it'll be one of the initial group coaching programs I do. And so you want to go to KimArrington.com forward slash weight loss. Remember, Arrington is Carrington without the C. Okay. So yes. We're going to talk about decision mistakes because I made one. I did not push record and that's okay. You're going to, I'm going to have a sense of humor about it. I'm going to get this done. And you know what? We going to have fun doing it. Okay. Okay. So let me pull up my notes before I start. And my shirt's so cute. Uh, my friend Franco designed this. It says freedom, justice, and equality. Okay. I like equity better, but I mean, this shirt's a couple of years old. so. Equity is where we're going. Okay, let's uh, chop it up. All right, this is going to be a short one. It's going to be especially fucking short because I've already recorded it. Um, so we're going to talk about mistakes we make when when we make decisions. And I could have said how to make a decision, but that's kind of boring. I'm more interested in you thinking about ways that you can make decision making easier. Um, you've made probably millions of decisions by the time you've reached midlife, but sometimes it doesn't feel easy. And so thinking through these things, I think will help you with your next decision. So the first one, obviously is have a sense of humor when you mess up. 
Uh, but the second one would be not to think about what you'll lose out on, but think about what you'll gain. And so here is, you know, the example I want to give you. I had a client who wanted to go back to school. Now, you could think about going back to school, especially if you have a family, be like, oh, take time away from the family. Um, I'll be so tired after work. If you're working, um, you know, it's going to be so costly. Um, you know, I don't know if I feel like, am I, am I going to be able to do the coursework or you could do what I help my client do, which is <clears throat> I, you know, she has a GI bill, so she gets paid to go to school. Okay. So she identified her resources. She identified how she could use it. She, you wanted to go in person. Think about all the interesting conversations I'm going to have. Think about being around people, even though they could be younger. But I said to her, oh, you'll be a non-traditional student. And professors love non-traditional students and they do very well. And um, think about how you'll have a thing that's yours. So you're not just a mom and not just a wife and not just working, but you have a intellectual thing you're working on. And so she's been able, and, and there were some things she had to change her mentality on. Like when she decided she wanted to go in person where they live, doesn't have the degree she initially wanted. And we talked through that to work through like, oh, actually I can get this and I could do these trainings and I could do that. So she was able to see the abundance in the situation instead of the lack. Some of y'all, some of us, sometimes we make decisions based off of what we'll lose out on. Well, if I don't choose him, no one else good is going to come my way. Girl, bye. If I, you know, I see this too in people who are having a motherhood journey. If I don't have a biological kid, it's not the same. Okay, I'll humor you. It isn't exactly the same, but at the end of the day, the kid who you adopt, the kid who you foster, the kid who, you know, you get through marriage, the kid who you know, you mentor, you will be having a real ass experience with that kid. Okay. And if that kid and you end up having a long-term relationship, you will not be saying to yourself, oh, you know, whatever. And I'm not taking anything away from people who are grieving, not being able to have a biological child, that it's its own thing. But I'm just telling you that sometimes looking at the abundance in the situation instead of the lack can help you get to a point to make a decision that is be the best for you. Okay. Thinking you can't change your mind and go in a different direction. I hate my word is my bond, keeping your word. Uh, I think this may be part of the reason I have as many friends as I have. I am the friend who will always ask you, do you want to do it still? You do not have to do it if you don't want to. You can go in a different direction. Mr. Willie Burt, who I worked with for years, who was in the military, I was crying on the shoulder about some dude. He took me out to lunch. 
And he said, darling, <laughs> we had some bomb ass turkey wings with stuffing to it. I just want to let you know. He said, darling, do you know about planes? Do you know a plane could be going in one direction, turn on a dime and go in another direction? Please do not think this is your only way, your only thought, your only dude. Mid-course correction. Change your mind, do something different. Have a friend who was thinking about if she wanted to go to this place and was supposed to travel with someone who frankly isn't fun and would stress her out. And I said, well, do you really want to go? No, I have to go. And I was like, look, you don't have to go. But if you decided you want to go, cool. Do you want to go with this person? Oh, I've got to. And I was like, really think about it. And she uninvited the person. (laughs) She had a blast. Change your mind. Change it often. Go in a different direction if you want. That is always available. Okay. The next one is. I'm going to say, originally I said life or death decisions. There are some life or death decisions, but I'm going to say black and white thinking, that there aren't shades of green, gray, pink, purple, that there aren't, there isn't nuance in what you can do and what you can decide. So on my first episode of the podcast, I just want my hope back. I talked about the tree falling on the car. We spent hours in the hospital and it was so... I was just blown away by the helpers. I was blown away by the compassion, the love, the tenderness, like, and you're the rooms. I mean, they're thin. You're hearing what's going on. You're trying not to hear, but your brain, you're so exhausted. You're just like, and I heard a series of conversations. One of them was between a, um, God, it was so tender. He was taking so much time. So at one point when Victor said to me, this is taking forever, I was like, do you hear the amount of care they're giving people? Do you, do you hear the amount of care, like the amount of care they've given you? Like this takes time. Some things take time. So in this particular situation, um, and I tried to turn off my ears to hear, you know, medical stuff, but the person was basically like, was uh, Spanish speaking. The doctor was not. There was a friend who was on, I know on the phone for at least 45 minutes translating. Yes, in a perfect world, there would be Spanish speaking people. I know there's Spanish people speaking people work at this hospital, but you know, in this particular situation, they made a workaround. And the amount of time and attention that friend gave or family member, that doctor gave, and the person in the situation, the patients, it filled my heart up. Not only that, but there was a person across the hall. It was a life or death decision. They basically said to him, I did not hear the diagnosis. You have no chance of life. If you don't do this, you have 30% chance of life if you do this. We've got to back off of the drama sometimes. Life or death, black or white thinking, even if it feels big, I'm not diminishing, but shit, sometimes you need to diminish it to be able to make the decision and go on with your life. You have to say, this is probably not as big of a deal as I think. It makes me think back when I released my last CD, 
You won't find it. I pulled it down. <laughs> uh, and I was having a CD release party at this particular venue in my town. And it was a big, big deal to me, but I could hear in the tone of voice of the owner and his son who put on music events all the time, that it was just another music event. And it actually helped me to take some of the drama, fear, anxiety out of it and realize that, yeah, they do this all the time. Chill the fuck out. (laughs) And I was able to get more done because I wasn't like, (gasps) (sighs) everything wasn't so big. Okay. This is a big one. And I, you know, in between the time of me realizing I didn't record, a little baby bunny literally hopped by so cute. I saw a cute baby bunny on my walk today and the little baby bunny hopped on the sidewalk. Every time I see bunnies, I think it's a a sign for my dad, a message for my dad, Um, because he used to tell stories about bunnies when I was growing up. And so I saw, so cute. So I have atheist friends. I have agnostic friends. I love them. I value them. But we differ in this particular thing. I do think there are forces, spiritual, supernatural, ancestors, prophets, Jesus, Allah, Muhammad, Baha'i. I know I'm forgetting. Please forgive me. I'm forgetting some angels spirit team, departed loved ones, your higher self. There are forces that want what's best for you. God, nature, you know, Jesus, like there are forces that want what's best for you. There are forces that are guiding you, your higher self, your intuition. There are things that are giving you a feedback loop, information on what to do with your life. There are places you were supposed to be that you didn't end up being at and things went down. There are people who have stepped into your life and have been earth angels. You have been taken care of. You have been loved. You have been guided. You have been fucked with too. But when you look over the whole swath of your life, the scale is more towards you being cared for, I guarantee, than you not. I do know some people who've had some very difficult situations, but when I work with them, part of what we have to look at is the balance. Their brains are used to searching for trauma, searching for the thing that goes wrong. And part of what I teach them is the balance of Look at what went right. You're being guided. You're being protected. That's my belief, at least. It makes me feel more in the moment, less anxious, and less like the shit is going to hit the fan. Even people just doing their regular things, the pilot on the plane, (laughs) the person stopping at the stop sign, We are helping each other. (laughs) All right, this is the last one. Asking the wrong people. Y'all be asking for advice from people who haven't been happy since 1972. 
from people who love advice, from people whose hearts have been broken and never got over it. You be asking for money advice for someone who ain't saved a dollar since Reagan was in office. You ask friends who are in difficult times, who are cynical. You got to decide who you tell your stuff to. Or you could tell your stuff to everybody or anybody, but that their opinions don't matter more than yours. I personally wait until I've made my decision. I've kept my counsel. I've done my research, my search. And then I inform. Occasionally, I ask a person who has direct experience or expertise, and I still take it with a grain of salt. You can't ask the wrong person for the right advice. They are incapable. You can't ask a person who hasn't had a direct experience of what you're seeking. They may not be able to see. Everybody has their lens and processing. They might not be able to do it, but boo-boo. If you come to me, I always leave room for you. I might give you a perspective, but I'll say every time, but really, you're the expert on you and it needs to go through your processing. I can't remember. I was talking to a client this week and I said it was a bumper sticker. I think it was like, I think I said to her, the bumper sticker says, fuck me and what do you want? her and she disagreed with it. I was like, cool, tell me more. And she was like, but what you said helped me to realize this, this, this. And I was like, cool, that's the purpose. And I said, my bumper sticker says, fuck, fuck me. Like, fuck her. What is, what do you want to do? Or something like that. Okay. Can't ask the wrong people. Correction, ask the wrong people. And then ask the right person. The right person is yourself or whoever has a direct experience, who maybe even has a temperament that's similar to yours, but isn't there to see what's wrong. They're also there to see what's right or have at least a a swath of different people to ask. The people who can see it this way and the people who do see it that way. And then you decide what you want to do in the middle. Okay. All right. So next time you're making a decision, because you make a gazillion of them, you're going to think about what you're going to gain. You're going to think about that you could change your mind. You're going to think about there is nuance. There are millions and options of ways that it could happen. And that doesn't stress me. It gives me power because that's what decisions are. Decisions are your power. They are your currency. They are your ability to move your life forward to find the relief, the peace. They are your power. And you're going to remember that you're not in this alone, that there's something supernatural, spiritual, whatever you want that's guiding you. And when you ask the wrong person, you're going to politely say in your mind, I say this all the time, "Mm, you know, not taking that in. (laughs) You know, wrong person to ask, keep trying. You shake that eight ball and it says outlook unclear. I shake the eight ball and it's like, mm, mm -mm. 
that's fucked up. Don't ask them again. So make sure you're asking the right people. All right. Y'all have a good one. So good to be here. It's so great to record this episode twice. (laughs) I'll see y'all next week. Can't wait. Bye. Are you feeling what you just heard? Good, good. Repeat after me. You don't have to figure it out on your own again anymore. I'm here to help. Head over to KimArrington.com and download my free video series dedicated to getting you feeling your best right now. Look around. There's some good stuff waiting on you. Got questions? Well, we're always talking on the socials, so find me on YouTube, Insta, and the book. Don't be shy, y'all. Go listen to another episode or join me here the same time next week. Finally, don't keep good shit to yourself. Share this with a homie that could use some help, too. Remember, we're not lying to ourselves anymore. We're not lying to our doctors. And you damn sure don't lie to your life coach. Thank you.